0: Welcome to Conviction Strong Radio, the podcast that gives you the empowerment tools and subject matter experts you need to navigate that winding and sometimes bumpy road of life with a strong mind, strong body, and strong spirit. And now, the guys that know the way to Awesome Town, Craig Heisel and Jake Walsh. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Conviction Strong Radio. I'm your host, Craig Heisel. With me, as always, is the best-looking man in podcast history, Jake Walsh. Jake, can you say hi to everybody, please? Hello,
0: everyone. How are you?
1: Jake and I have gone on a, a hiatus. I'm not exactly sure how many weeks. Two, maybe three. Do you Do you know? I don't know.
0: It's been a couple. Um, I don't recall specifics.
1: We should tell. We should. My life's
0: been a bit of a blur lately.
1: You, so but, we should kind of fill I, people in.
0: I accidentally stumbled into peyote and... <laughs> I just woke up yesterday, actually, from the vendor.
1: You have been experimenting with peyote. It
0: was a fear and loathing type vendor.
1: Uh, It was brilliant.
0: For all those that don't know. I'm impressed. I'm
1: not even actually mad.
0: Gonzo Journalism. Look it up. Uh, I'm currently writing a book about it. I'm going too far now. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson, as a reference to him, anyway. Great writer. They either
1: get it or they don't, man. It's okay.
0: You're right. I feel there's certain people out there, though, that need to know who Hunter Thompson is. I was introduced to him, and I, I feel like my world's more well-rounded because of it. I, his style of writing is very authentic, I, I think, and, uh, you know, it, his experiences or his perception or whatever ended up consuming him, which, in a lot of cases, uh, I don't know. You'd like people go uh, ahead. Maybe he felt too much. I don't know. Interesting.
1: It's amazing what the mind can do to the body. So, in that vein, I just segued. Did you see that? Yeah. In that vein, I like saying that too. We should tell folks what we're going to talk about today.
0: Let's tell folks what we're going to talk about today.
1: Jake and I always uh, talk about persistence and grit. And today, we thought we'd talk about when should you quit and the reason this kind of came about Jake and I are sitting outside on a nice day in front of the fire back pad Um, in my in my experiences persistence done the correct way consistently leads to advancement at some point. Not all the time. Sometimes it feels like you're actually going backwards, but um, we kind of hit uh, a bump in the road with the podcast. So when we started the podcast, this, we started the podcast two years ago. It was around this time, two years ago.
0: I don't know. It's been a while been over a year
1: so we started the show with the intention of just um hanging out recording it bringing a couple people on that interested us yeah and talking about things that we dig
0: someone asked me this week what what we podcast about and i looked at them like they were speaking an alien language Mm -hmm. and i was like being awesome i said that's a good question i don't know how we would categorize it we're kind of fluid with our topics i said you know we we do this, we do this, we talk about this, we bring...
1: I'd say the overarching thing that we talk about is wellness.
0: That's what I ended up saying. I said, it, I guess it's health and wellness, um, physically, mentally. We bring on local business owners, uh, you know, different subject matters, experts. Um, but we talk about everything that in life that right. we feel. Uh, anytime you are with someone you... Um, I was gonna say trust you, and you have those conversations. Usually, you know, it's like at a dinner or drinking or whatever. That's basically what the conversations that we have. We just recorded. Right. it's
1: fun. Yeah. So we talk about a lot about <laughs> about a lot of how to press forward and and navigate through. But we never talk about, you know, is there a good time to hang it up? We hit a little bump in the road. Uh, Jake and I are kind of going in just different directions currently, so it was kind of hard to meet up, um, but when we first started the podcast, we were just consistent, we said every week, every week, we were going to tape the show, um, we learned a lot in that time and then, um, so now we've kind of hit a regroup and getting back after it and getting back on the discipline train, Yes. but I don't think for you... I'll, or me quitting ever quitting the show ever uh, popped into the to the brain It never did for me. Um, even if nobody listened to it, I you know it's still fun to
0: Yeah, it to it do. Do it, it my mind.
1: Either. Right. Um, so but I've noticed
0: that was a hell of a segue.
1: Some things in my life that I so. start to I've start to cut out as I've gotten more focused on which directions I feel most uh, pulled to, okay. And so when I get, we and we have to, we have to put a little caveat on this. I think so. People are often looking, you know, when we when we talk to people in the gym, you know, they're looking for motivation. They're looking for inspiration. Um, they're looking for their. Meaning or purpose, and the more you devote yourself to consistent action, the more that meaning will reveal itself to you. And when that happens, certain other things.
0: Well, can we unwind, unravel that a little bit? I think what you're saying is you have to, because you can obviously just overthink everything. Yeah. Um, So you can decide without ever having done anything, and then. You play, like, uh, thought experiments or games in your head, and then you end up reversing your initial decision, but it's not based on any... You
1: reverse your initial decision once you start getting in the arena and acting, is that what you...
0: No, I was going to say, you can overthink it to the point where you talk yourself out of it uh, without ever having actually done anything yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then you're back yeah, to square absolutely. one absolutely. without having made any progress, but you calm gone down this...
1: Yeah. You get excited about something... Yeah, but Feel that little, yeah, and then you talk yourself out of it. Right.
0: Or if you default to action, like you were saying, what you're what saying is, you initially, I think, you need to make a decision and then move to action to either solidify and support that decision or determine, based on actual evidence and experience, that that's not the right way Right. at that time or for you or whatever. But then use that information to make a more informed decision going
1: forward. Yeah, so in my opinion, if you default to action, eventually intelligent action will will share itself with you.
0: But that is... But you have to to act first. Right. Right. So
1: you have to be willing, and we say it all the time, to get in the ring, throw your hat in the ring. But once you learn what to do, you'll also start to learn, understand what not to do. So for me, there's some certain things... In my life, that I'm starting to to just cut away, and uh, you know, eventually you learn what to say no to. Oh, yeah. I think this is hard. Um, but when it talks, so when it talks, for me, I, I kind of start from the inside and then work outward. So for me, uh, letting go of uh, a lot of the anger that I possess and say, and and kind of almost quitting on on that, and then trying to go. Sometimes I try to go to the complete opposite way. I tried that for a while and kind of lost, you know, myself because uh, then I wasn't really standing up for anything that I, that I yeah. believe in. Right. Um, and then you learn how to stand up. Well, I learned up how to stand up kind of dispassionately most of the time for what I think is important, instead of uh, you know being mad that somebody else doesn't or demanding you know somebody else see the world the way i do so then that's pushed into what to let go in my in my on my career goals and how to start to navigate almost almost go back up river and come back down in a different way on a different craft you know like
0: yeah.
1: you know i was in the wrong kayak going down the river you know the first the first couple times are the wrong rap, and now you start to figure out what vehicle to be in, you start to have your skills, and you start to learn the river runs this way, how to flow with... That's a good movie. The The river runs through it? Yeah, yeah that was a good movie. Um, I've
0: been thinking about my top ten movies. Five is impossible. Five is difficult.
1: The river runs through it on it?
0: Yeah. Huh?
1: Um,
0: Several Brad Pitt movies, I'll just it with that. Huh.
1: You're a Brad Pitt fan, or you just like his, the roles that he chooses?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, I honestly think, though, that before you can start to, to know what to quit on, you have to understand what persistence means. You have to understand that the most of the times you feel like stopping, you don't need to. So, how you play that game, in my mind, is... Press what feels like practically indefinitely on certain things. Try to, like what we talk about, try to hit it, hit that nail in the head with a hammer. Oh, it didn't work. Pull it out. You know, maybe you're hammering on a knot, you know, yeah. in the wood. You got to figure out another way in. Or maybe that's the wrong thing you're trying to build or whatever, you know. But you, if you keep pressing, you start to learn what to take out. And I think for me right now... That's the only justification for quitting, in my mind. That I'm simply not because of where I I know where I want to go. I know what's not going to get me there. Um, Yeah. So, but that could be vague and because here's the point. I'm I'm trying to
0: think of a way to clarify before
1: you hop in. You know, I see people. A lot of people look for the hack. You know, hacks are really important these days or, or popular, uh, and then I'll see people on the other end of the spectrum grinding it out. And
0: Yeah, so there is a balance.
1: Neither one's sustainable right. in my opinion. Um, so when we're looking at either end of the spectrum, I've I've played on both ends to understand that neither one really works. You know, I've looked for the shortcuts, (laughs) that was a mistake, and I've I've been an endless workhorse that you, like the Terminator, like you can't stop, nobody can work harder than me, that sort of thing, but if you're not doing intelligent work the right way, it doesn't matter how hard you're working.
0: Right, what's that? Washing machines work hard. They do. So it doesn't matter, necessarily.
1: Right, right.
0: Or there's, you know, flies work hard. Right. Whatever that phrases. I can't remember. I've heard different ones, but hard work alone is not
1: enough. And and a hack...
0: If Breaking concrete is hard work. You, you know what I mean? But
1: there's a right way to do it. There's a smarter way to do it. Right. You know, with the right tools in your hand. Try right. to do it with your fists and right. then try to pick up a 10 pound sledgehammer, you know, and then put it, pick up a 10 pound sledgehammer in a pike, you know, and yeah. you start to... Learn a couple things about a couple things. Right. Pick up a jackhammer. What's you know, you keep going, right? right? So, but I see people. Yeah, I, I, I understand that you have to play on either in that spectrum. Um, but uh, when people waffle and, and call it, you know, it was the hacks fault or it's the grinds fault. It's not. It's your fault. You know, it's always your fault about where you're going to go, and what you're going to do. And that's that's a positive. That's not a negative. You know. Wait.
0: Right, you, you got to use experience and all the information around you, and intuition. Listening to your gut.
1: Yeah, own it all.
0: And own read it all. It, to read the situation and right. say, you know, is there a better way to do this? Is this really the best way that I could be doing this? Is there a different way that I could be doing it that might produce the results more efficiently or allow me to double my time in some way? Uh, you know, you got to be I, willing to look at it from every angle.
1: And let me qualify then the hack. You know, there's a tactics for what you're talking about. A hack's trying to, for me, a hack is breaking the, the laws of fundamentals. If your fundamentals are unsound, whatever you build will then also be unsound. So any hack that tries to break the fundamentals is useless. But tactics on how to be more efficient, does, to me make sense. You know? Right, I agree. How can I press efficiency? And, you know, it's not apps are great and tech is great, but it's more about how you manage your time than anything else.
0: Well, a big part of it, you know, you can't be efficient if you never say no. Mm. No matter how much technology, you right. just can't. Right. You can, you'll be drowning from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed. Right. In other people's shit. Right, uh, You know, things that they need done. You get co-opted into allowing them to reach their goals while simultaneously working away from yours.
1: Right. So when I qualify things about...
0: consume you. Right. But in most cases, well, in my case, it did. <laughs> right. Uh, right. I won't, I won't say most cases. Some people are able to do that.
1: For me, and, and so when I'm figuring out about what to stop doing, you know, I, don't even, I can barely say the word quit. When I figure out what to stop doing, in business it's easy. You know, you take the emotion out of it and just look objectively at the numbers, and so you immediately know.
0: That's the thing about this, is that it's very hard to look at this without it, without taking ownership, like without it being personal. So if you were to look at someone else's situation, or if you could look at your own situation as if it were your friend's and not yours, removing that subjectiveness and looking at it objectively... Yeah you would be able to get a much clearer idea of should I continue down this path right. or should I stop this, pivot, right. quit, whatever you want to call it.
1: Right.
0: Uh, that's I think that's a healthy yeah. thing about business is that it allows you that perspective that if you can then take in your personal life, you can make personal growth as well as Maybe or maybe not with business, but I feel like um, people have a hard time getting to that headspace or seeing from that perspective. I don't know, man.
1: I think it's incredibly.
0: Usually, takes something.
1: It's incredibly difficult to look at your yourself emotionally and do that without emotion. To do that objectively, it's incredibly hard. It takes a monumental amount of practice. Well, at least it did for me. An amount of discipline and a lot of reading, the right material for me. Um, it's a it's an incredible amount of work, to, and i not you know I don't win on that at all every time you know my emo- I, I'm still an emotional creature that I don't have complete control, you know.
0: That's another thing is that you can, if you extend the timeline that you have in your head out further, then it allows you to make mistakes or find things that don't work and then pivot or quit that thing that isn't working or whatever. But if you are binary about it and it's either going to work or it won't, you know, if you're that polarized uh, and then it doesn't end up being everything that you thought it was going to be, then you're going to get let down, obviously. That's a 50-50. But if you say, I'm going to do this thing for X amount of time in hopes of pulling one or two beneficial things from it or finding things that I know I don't like, one or two things that I know I don't like from this that I can apply going forward. If you look at it, and I am black and white, so this is hard for me to look at things that way. So you gotta look at it over a longer timeline and you gotta be willing to pull what you can from it, either good or bad or both Um, in any situation using that to then inform decisions going forward, you know? Right. So, I think we're talking about the same thing, quitting,
1: but I think we're we're talking
0: about different perspectives of it.
1: Absolutely. I read something awesome in a book called Tribal Leadership, and maybe we should one day do a little book review on that, but... Um it, it, again, going back to the power of labeling, it, it was saying you know a goal is about achievement, where an objective is about an outcome. So if we make our list more about our objectives, it becomes just a matter of getting to whatever spot gets us to the next spot and the next you know keep moving forward, where if we make it about achievement, that's a win or a lose uh, scenario. Um, if you need help qualifying goals,
0: you see it all the time with like fat loss or, or weight loss. It's like I weigh two ten, I need to be down to one ninety. So it's that binary. I either do this or I don't. And it's,
1: it's not. And so many times, when I, you know, people are on that journey and they're losing the weight and they're still upset because of some arbitrary number that they've set.
0: Right. Not. So, um, whereas if you switch into objective base, like I would like my clothes to fit better. Right.
1: I'm feeling better.
0: Uh, Yeah. I would like more energy throughout the day. Right. All of a
1: sudden now you're winning. I'd like the scale to move toward the direction I want it to. Right. Each, let's say every week and a half, two weeks. Right. All of a sudden now you're not a slave to some sort of weird arbitrary measurement. You're just on a journey. Right. Right. You know, I think that helps. That helps me. I don't, you know, I'm not...
0: But even, you know, with business. Based or it should be, so it's like setting a long term goal and then short term goals to get you there. With anything, you know, in the military, when you take over areas, it's not like, hey, we're gonna move into Baghdad and take it over today. It's there's a systematic approach to it, you know, there's a lot going into it, there's contingency plans for everything, there's personnel, there's logistics, there's support, there's all kinds of different things that go into it. So, you gotta consider all that. Right. Um, With goals as well, I guess is what I'm
1: saying. My whole opinion on when to quit is. And that's and that's the whole thing, like labeling the whole thing. You know, getting the label straight. My whole my whole thing with quitting on something when it's um, beyond objective measurements like numbers and business is if I'm feeling negatively about it for too long, I need to change it. And if there is no other change other than stopping whatever the thing that's causing me those negative emotions from me first, not some some outside source, what do I need to do internally first? So if it's detrimental to you... I look, I look at me first, then I look at the thing, and if the thing is still negative, it's gone.
0: Yeah, and if they can't... So, we talked about this, I believe. We, we talked about this, and one's coming to save you.
1: Nobody's coming to save you.
0: Right, and so in that...
1: There's hope in that.
0: But there's... What it implies to me is that you have to continue to try and pivot and try and pivot and try and pivot and try while informing yourself and make better decisions using that information from your attempts as intel. Gaining new intel from, you know, self-information and experiments, uh, self-informing and experiments. Uh, but you, there's always one more thing, how more said that, you know? There's always something else that you could be doing. Um, to improve your situation. But not everything is infinite. You know, so you, you're going to get to the end of the hallway on some things. And yeah. it's completely acceptable and necessary to say, this isn't for me. That didn't work. I'm done doing this.
1: Right. I think that's part and of the, the process of being right. successful.
0: You know, whatever it is. Right. However you want to label it. like, it, And especially if it becomes detrimental to you. So if you... Are becoming more narrow-minded or narrow-focused, and it's consuming time with your family, or you know, hobbies or recreation or even self aid like just the basic things like fuel, food, and therapy, like gym time. If those are getting consumed by this other thing, you know that that movie Zodiac's a good idea. It shows like when one person focuses on finding this answer, and it just becomes detrimental hazardous to your health, uh, trying to solve any riddle or question, it can become detrimental. At some point, you need to say, stop. This is not, um, this is no longer healthy or sustainable or beneficial in any capacity. Mm -hmm. It's just consuming or detrimental. Um, You know, like me with my modeling career, I, I became a real asshole. But you couldn't turn left. Um,
1: you only had one look, Luca, had to. Uh,
0: what well, was I say? The, uh, I think it, it can be, I think that's the hard part, is that it can switch from a noble beginning to something that's detrimental. Um, it can be insidious a little bit if you aren't yeah. objectively... Looking at it, you know, and journaling helps with that or having someone that you can talk to that can honestly communicate back with you. It's like, look, man, Shannon and I were talking about this morning with, with, with me and my drinking. And she was like, did any of your friends or family ever pull you aside? Like, you need to straighten the fuck up. And it was, there were a couple, yeah. And it was like, um, I guess I haven't really thought about it though, but there were a couple that were like, "Wait." Well, one of the last conversations I had with, with a close friend of ours, and he was like, you know, what, what are you going to do to change? Like, this is clearly unsustainable. And, you know, next time it's, it, it, it won't be, it'll be irreparable if you continue on this trajectory. And uh, it was like a wake-up call. So, it, you know, quitting something that had become, it didn't start like that. But it had become only detrimental because it was taking time away from family, friends, forward progress mentally and physically, even treading water I wasn't able to do. You know, And not literally, I mean figuratively. Like in my life I wasn't able to sustain anything. Yeah. Um, it just, that's an extreme case. But what I'm saying, I'm using that to illustrate that things start differently than where they become or where they grow to right? and you have to be careful of that um, and you know someone very similarly someone might start a business and it, it may become a very parallel situation to me and drinking where it everything else falls away mm-hmm. and it's like well I'm doing a noble thing I'm starting a business or, or whatever um, unless you're dealing drugs uh it's good business cash yeah but it starts one way but then you're in a very similar situation where a friend's pulling you aside and like look man what you're doing is unsustainable like you're an asshole your family and friends don't want to be around you you're broke uh you're always angry you know it's a very similar conversation to the ones i've had with friends who yeah. were looking out for me about the alcohol
1: yeah that's funny that resonates with me
0: and it's like that was just an example. Though. Yeah. but anything it, it, you work too much you know people are workaholics I and mean, yeah. you got to kind of look at it and like you know what's my end game here Right? is this a means to an end or is this right. consuming me cuz i didn't,
1: right uh, yeah the look big the biggest lie i ever told myself with the business was that i was doing it for my girls and you know working those 70 80 90 hour weeks for for them you know but i <laughs> You know, I was doing it at the expense of them in our relationship. And I was when I was here, I was not here. I was just getting sleep or food or not present right. at all because I was worried about everything else. Very, very harmful to my relationship with my wife and my daughter. It was not it was the biggest lie I ever told myself in business. And I think if your habit is grit and persistence, then every now and then you need to put something down. Yeah, for it can away. be blinding. Right. But if your habit is always, you know, then there's that other end of the spectrum where they start some two weeks later, they're on to something else. I mean, you've got to ruck up, man. I mean, right. it's time to.
0: You're a tourist or a s- shopper or whatever you right. want to call it. Right. Which like,
1: is uh, fine, it's to some extent. But if you're never ever settling, you're always wandering. And here's the big, here's what I notice with.
0: That's the thing that kills me about that same, all of that wanderer not lost. It's like. You're hiding behind that. You're just shopping.
1: Well, here's what I notice: if people are not telling the truth to themselves, is no matter what they're doing, if they're persisting and grinding, or if they're, you know, wandering but not lost, but they're they're consistently a victim. Oh yeah. Then they're broken. You know, they're they're not well. They're not whole. Something needs repaired.
0: Say, I'm quitting something.
1: Right. Maybe you should quit wandering for two years so that you can go enjoy it next time you go. You know, because if you're having all these trips, but you're just trying to run away from whatever issues you have. Right. You're never going to be happy on these trips. The next thing doesn't offer you anything. It's just a distraction, much like drinking or
0: uh,
1: drugs or whatever. Um, But if you are a whole person and you know what work feels like when you do travel, when you do wander, you know how to enjoy that. Um, so, it's that, 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 that push-pull thing, you, you can't have too many pulls without a push. You can't have any too many pushes without a pull. You know, there needs to be some yin to the yang, so to speak.
0: My brother told me to cool one time. You know, you start with what's ideal, and then there's a step right below it. Uh, what would be great, and then what would be acceptable, and then what you're left with, or, or what you can come I can't even think of it now, but like, what he was saying, I guess, and to tie into what you were saying is, is what you're doing currently ideal? Start there, you know, for units of measurement, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And if it's not ideal, do you enjoy it? And if the answer to that is no, is there anything that you could change within it? And then, um, is it acceptable, is there anything you can compromise? I can't remember exactly what, was, mm. what he was saying, but it was like paint a picture of what's ideal and what would you compromise from that to get good, uh, and then, you know, what's acceptable. There are a couple tears in there, in the middle. And I'm trying to remember it as I'm saying it, so I'm butchering it. And if,
1: but it ties back if to I what you recall. were saying with how more... There's always one more thing you can do. Sometimes that one more thing you need to do is pull back...
0: And compromise.
1: Right. Right. I need to get the ha- I, I need to get out of here. Right. It's not working. You know? Because um, I think so many times, especially in a... In yeah, perhaps call this,
0: it a tactical retreat in, if you're not comfortable with the word quitting. But... It, that's pretty good. The thing is that you... Like, I had this conversation with someone yesterday... Who has had medical history, and they don't want to continue to pay, you know, because they got to get tests done or whatever. It's like, but you can't, you can't have a family if you don't have your health. Does does that make sense? Like, let's boil this down to the truth. Like, the you, health has to be a priority so that you can enjoy the time with your family. Like, it's that.
1: And when we say health, we're saying, I think, you know, doing the best you can with what you have where you are. So you can be healthy.
0: And they do have their health currently. And, you know, the tests are like, just continue to say, yeah, you're healthy, you're healthy. That's good. You can't not go. Right. And then... Hope. Right. Hope. Hope is not an avenue of approach. Or what do they say? Uh, Oh, hope is not a course of action. I love that phrase. Right. It is not a course of action. Right. No matter how bad you want something, wanting it, that's not enough. It's hope, hoping that you achieve your objective, that's not a course of action. What are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm hoping I can get there by 2019. Stop.
1: Yeah.
0: Rewrite your plan and eliminate hope from it. You need to be acting on this, whatever it is. Right. Yeah, hope is not a course of action. That's a huge. But I think that, I think, in my head, this all ties together. You know, there's always one more thing that you can be doing. Hope is not a course of action. Know when to tactically retreat, to reassess, to get off the path of uh, whatever detrimental action you're taking or actions, or even if that's a way of thinking sometimes. Uh, which can be even more toxic than actually physical acts. Um, I think everything that we're saying underscores the other. Um.
1: Having the presence of mind to put your ego aside and knowing when to stop doing that, whatever that thing is. You know, because a lot of times, for me in some cases, pressing forward is part of the ego, you know, instead of good judgment. Um, And other times, pressing forward is what has gotten me to the next
0: step. Yeah, that's hard. So
1: it's hard to play the game, but I firmly believe to kind of summate my feelings on it. If you have a habit of grit, sometimes quitting might be the best option. If you can look at, if we're talking about looking at, you know your me- m- metaphorical path in life. With business, numbers tell you the story. You know, and you need to yeah. understand. You can look at
0: them objectively, right? Without, without passion, right?
1: If yeah, if you, you have,
0: have, yeah, you could have it's some, like the whole hot hand fallacy. So you could easily right. ensnare yourself. Like, oh no, if I do this one more thing, right, I'm going to hit sevens.
1: Right, right, keep going. Right. Um,
0: well, you're down four point four million. No, no, this the next, next one, 10, yeah, yeah, double or nothing.
1: Um. But if you have the habit of of quitting, you know, go to the other end of the spectrum for a little while and see what the other side looks like. Press when you don't want to press. Keep going, you know, and you'll start to figure out when to shave off what's not working. This whole time we've been talking, there was a you know Jacko Willing's partner, Leif Babin. For some reason, this story keeps popping up when Leif went out on his first patrol. You know, and he was—he didn't really know what to bring, so he was fully yeah, loaded. loaded. And then the very next time, you know, he said so bad he couldn't run. Yeah. You know, the very next time, cut two thirds of the gear and the ammo and the that he brought. You know, the the, diff, the different levels of ammunition that he brought to just the functional pieces
0: that you need. It is interesting if you. But two-thirds. Two-thirds of what you thought you needed... Finish your thought, you know. It's gone. Yeah. You know? Now
1: it's water, one meal, the right ammo, the right weapon, and comms, And then some redundancy in there, you know, throughout the team. And then, I'm good. Now I'm...
0: Shit, I can do this for... I can do this for 24 hours instead of 12. There's so many movies or shows or whatever where you see and if you have experience in the gym you see it if you in any capacity or any domain really if you have experience um, shooting as a medic um, in the gym um, hell even home owning, I guess um, I'm trying to think you can see the new people, not just from their enthusiasm, but the amount of shit that they bring. It's that misconception that gear will help you achieve the goal. Uh, maybe it's emulation, but it's 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 this false assumption that the gear is how you get to where you want to be. Um, You know, you go to the range and you see people with all these lasers and lights and optics on their weapon, and they can't hit a target at 25 meters with iron sights. And it's like, you need to fall way back. It's like what you were talking about with Lake Babin out on patrol. He brings everything in the kitchen sink just because he isn't sure. But when, when you get familiar, you can quickly debride what's necessary and what isn't, what's superfluous and what's useful. Uh, in, y- in the gym, it's the same thing. You know, there's new people that are excited. And it's almost like it's the excitement of being part of something new. Right. And it manifests in the acquisition of gear versus the actual acquisition of knowledge and experience. Well, then you'll start to
1: see, yeah, yeah then you'll see like the, the, Over the old time. warrior in the young game who's just got, I mean, looks, everything's beat up. And everything is right. about as streamlined as it can get, and you're like, how does this... Right. And maybe you should look at that.
0: And he's hitting targets at 400 yards with right. iron sights.
1: But yeah, I think you have to go on that journey yourself before you understand that. Because I, oh, that's right. always a thing that I do, is I want to try the gear, and I always go back. And everything that I've done, I go back...
0: Right, and we've talked to about the,
1: this. ...to the, the least amount of stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, that's how it worked out today. No shoes again. Just completely unnecessary. If I have a lack of mobility, then that's what I need to address. Not squatting heavy in shoes to allow me to achieve the form. Right. That's just an example. Um, with anything, though, if I'm hitting a target at 300 meters with optics and lasers, then okay, can I do that with iron sights or without the laser or you know whatever? That's again, it's an example. You can use any metaphor shooting hoops, you know, playing basketball, whatever, anything.
1: But again, it goes down to creating action and then finding the intelligent action through consistent effort.
0: How can I do this as efficient or more efficient with less?
1: Right.
0: And it's like, oh. But any, you look at any of those high-performing individuals, and if you are in something uh, for any amount of time, you start to see that they have mastered the fundamentals to the point where it's second nature. They didn't skip over them. Right. That's what allows them to do things so fluidly. Right. And then it's just brick by brick by brick by brick. Yeah. With continuous reassessment and um, improvement to the fundamentals. Anything to add? Um, yeah, I, I guess if we're talking about framing and quitting... Uh, I would advise friends to look at it as a tactical retreat and um, that way you're a little more objective about it maybe uh, where you can if you can try not to look at it just from your perspective but from maybe if you you know look at it a little little differently uh, maybe it won't be so personal but then maybe you can be more objective about it and consider. Um, how if you continue down this path, will it be a means to an end or will it potentially consume the things that you are calling the important? Um, So like for myself, it was, uh, you know, when I went off the deeper end of drinking and stuff, it it was clearly taking me out of the present, which is what I wanted, but it was also taking time from my family and friends, which is what's important to me. And then it was stagnating me and actually causing me to regress in several different domains. So um, if you can look at things and say, is what I'm doing sustainable? Is it beneficial? Um, What am I sacrificing or hindering in this process? Is this a means to an end? Or will it stay that way? Uh, Try to look at it from different angles. Turn the page. Try, learn, experiment, you know, keep trying to progress forward. But forward sometimes means pivoting at an angle and then realizing, oh, there's much less trees and underbrush in the way here. Right. If I just took a half step to the right. Right. Um, Yeah, try not to be pig headed or stubborn or bull headed all the time. There are times for it, but there's also there's also times to be more efficient.
1: It's a game. It's a dance.
0: Yeah. Good talk. Likewise.
1: It's nice to see you I'm sitting by the fire. I wish my coffee was a little warmer. Got cold quick. I don't like microwaving coffee. Dude, what? Well, it's cold out here.
0: Oh.
1: Uh, yeah, I made that pot earlier in the day, and then
0: I drink. I don't give a shit what temperature coffee is. I know some people do. I'll just get it cold, hot.
1: But You're tougher than me. Day old. No. You don't quit on coffee. That's what I love about you.
0: That's the one thing. It's my last drug.
1: Gang, have a great time out there. You can find Jake and I on Instagram.
0: And fresh air.
1: You can look up Jake Walsh on Instagram. Look up Craig Heisel on Instagram. I look up Conviction Strong Radio on Instagram. Got a new website coming up pretty soon. I know we've been promising that for a while. and
0: uh, We're going to keep stringing you along. Yeah, that's how we do. Yeah. (laughs) Deal with it.
1: Hugs, brah.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Don't forget to visit us on our website at convictiontraining.com. Check us out on iTunes or subscribe to us on SoundCloud for all the latest Conviction Strong episodes. And remember, in every obstacle, there is opportunity. Be the person in the arena, not the critic on the sidelines. Have a great week and give out a couple of hugs and high fives along the way. See you out there.